Click, click, boom. What's going on, Faithfuls? The Nothing But Niners crew is back for episode 21. We are of legal age to party and drink now here. So I'm going to have my little uh, club soda. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm your guy, 49ers Mike underscore NFL. And to my right is my guy, Brian. He is stater underscore Niner. What's going on, big dog? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Fourth, kids are out having fun. And I'm here with you guys celebrating. That's right. So we're going to get right into it because I got a feeling... We're going to have some fun today. So I'm going to pop these formalities up on the screen. And then what we're going to do is get right to our on Twitter today segment brought to you in part by Manscaped. No, I'm kidding. It's not a Manscaped commercial at all. Uh, I was just joking, guys. I was just joking. So <clears throat> there's a buzz going around and everybody's copying and pasting the video and trying to get more views and whoever actually really tweeted it out. People aren't retweeting it. They're just copying it and making it their own. And so what we're going to do is just Play the video from the original tweet. Uh, looks like there's a new quarterback in town. Dude, you're going to hit a kid. Let's go. Kyle Shanahan might be the coolest coach ever. <laughs> right? So he's standing on a roof, I'm assuming, and throws a football across the street onto another roof or deck and then lands in some so the first like 10 times i saw it i thought i heard like a like a basketball net like that's what it sounded like when i watched it and now people are saying that he threw the ball into an oven yeah it looks like a pizza oven or something over there i can't see i lose the ball behind the trees every single well, time well yeah I, I don't see it go in there either because i lose it behind the trees but that looks like where he's where the trajectory is taking it yeah so do you think they were just like smashing brews and decide to go and throw a ball across the street to each other? Or like, typically, how do you typically that's something I wouldn't do sober. So I'm not <laughs> insinuating anything, but yeah, probably had a couple of barley pops or something. And and we know from the uh, damn, what was it that they were celebrating with Jed and they showed everyone getting drunk and everything, you know, and the, the, I think it was tweets coming out about something that was just, I don't know, but right. we know that they like to party and Kyle's not that old or. He, oh, it was he, about juice. It was right before juice. got that's, that's right. That's exactly what it was. It was, it was a Kyle use check stuff. So, you know, um, they like to have a good time and I love that. They like to have a good time. It, it makes me feel good. Um, it, it gives a human aspect. I can't tell you a single time I saw Harbaugh hanging out with players, former, or anything like outside of the actual stadium in the venue. Right, so uh, this brings a real human aspect to uh, our head coach and all, and I really like that. Uh, did you have any other thoughts on the clip? Well, not on the clip, but like what you were saying, you know, with Jim, I mean, you saw them, they went with the, um, you know, everybody had the the shirts, the, the mechanic garage type shirts or whatever. Yeah. So there was that work hard mentality, but under Kyle, you see the work hard, play hard mentality. You know, there's there's examples of it all over the place, you know, and then, you know, just hearing how how hyped the young players are that are coming in because coach has cool shoes or coach plays rap music or whatever he's playing at this. You know, he's trying to be, you know, accommodate the, their interests during practice yeah. to keep them engaged, you know, which is smart from a leader standpoint. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the last thing on Twitter, we've been breaking down and dissecting this uniform and throwback stuff. And uh, we posted about how. Uh, they're trying to use these red helmets, and I said that I couldn't find them. So on Twitter, I was sent a couple of tweets from uh, Miss Debbie, and there was someone else. I'm sorry, buddy. I can't remember the name right now. And so I started looking it up, 
And these were the uniforms used from 53 to 59 or something like that uh, for the 49ers. And as you can see, there are red helmets with a silver stripe down the middle. Um, and I was thinking about this, uh, trying to, you know, you know me and like over analyzing and stuff. Right. It says the 49ers are considering a red helmet. Da 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 da. Didn't say they thought about doing, they are considering. Right. So then I was like, well, wait a second. Let me see something here. What do you notice? About every single picture they've posted this offseason with are these you new trying uniforms. To insinuate because none of them are wearing helmets that they, they don't have a single helmet in <laughs> any of the pictures, dude. Yeah, except for that last one. It was a sticker. Yeah, exactly. Like we have had tons of pictures of these players in their photo shoots and not a single helmet in sight. Are they gonna use these red helmets with this? And how is that going to look? I don't think they'll do it this year. I mean, I could see them trying to do like because since the league pushed for it for next year, maybe that might be something they try to do. You don't. So you don't think it's possible? What? Where does that tweet? What did he say? The 49ers are considering a red helmet. Uh, it doesn't say when. Also tried to wear their throwbacks for all seventeen games. So it doesn't say this year or next year. No, I mean in the when the NFL came out and said starting in the twenty twenty two season. They can wear throwback helmets. Oh, so I think it's it might be more for that. I mean, that, this might be it may have been triggered by something the 49ers tried to do. We don't know what triggered that thought process. But if the 49ers tried to get the red helmet from back in the day to wear with this 94 throwback uniform, which yeah. is actually a throwback to another uniform. But, um, you know, maybe the NFL was like, you know, we like that idea, but we want to make it league wide. So we'll do it next year, not this year or something along those lines. OK. All right. All right, well, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. If that's the case, we could be seeing uh, the Niners actually get the uh, throwback 94 uniform for all 17 games the next year. So, Well, yeah, right. I don't want to see them wear that Ohio State uniform you just showed me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to do that. So <laughs> let's get right to it, man. Um, we're going to spend the next, you know, 25 minutes or so uh, going over as many questions as possible here. Andy Albright gives us our first one here, and uh, he says – if Jason Verrett gets injured, if Jason Verrett gets injured, is the 49ers secondary going to be not as good? Well, definitely. If they lose their number one wide or excuse me, cornerback, then their their secondary is going to be not as good. Definitely. Yeah, that's and you know that's kind of scary that we're depending on Jason Verrett to be right. a healthy piece in the secondary. Who has a long long injury history. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think he's capable. I think he did it last year, right? Yeah. Um, so hopefully, you know. I not feel like he needed the support that he got from the 49ers to help push him to be better. I mean, Mentally. obviously, the, the one year when he played, and then it was like, okay, you're in, you're out, basically. Uh, yeah. You know, he wasn't ready. And then last year, he showed us what he can be, you know. Yeah. And so if he can continue to be like that, it'd be great. And there was a presser about how he was a little discouraged and con contemplated retirement a couple of times. So, you know, that, like you said, that encouragement will definitely go a long way. Um right. Let's post this picture here. We got some uh, more questions from our buddy overseas, and this is uh, um, Nick Cork uh, from the Shant Club. He says, will all of you come on the new Shant Club NFL show soon to chat Niners? 930 Eastern, hashtag Midnight Madness. 
Um, I mean, I have, I've talking with uh, Mr. Cork over there, and uh, you know, I said we'll try to make something happen. It's going to be difficult just because it's a you know, I got to be functional at six thirty in the morning um, with football knowledge, you know, and that's uh, that's rough. But we'll see what we can make happen. Damn, I did not. This is AM. Yeah, <laughs> zero nine. Because <laughs> he does. I think he said he does his show at like two thirty in the afternoon or something like that. Oh boy. Okay. All right. I mean, hey, you know, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I just, as long <laughs> as I can function and do it, you know, if I know a day or two in advance, I'm there. I'm there. All right. Uh, more comments here. More comments. All right. Miss Debbie. Hey, NBN. Judging from the pass Kyle made from across the street into the pizza oven, do you think he outpassed Jimmy longest pass? And will he able to teach Trey that or leave it up to the quarterback's coach? <laughs> What are your thoughts on it, man? I don't think he outpassed him. I can think of at least one pass um, that he got that was longer than that, probably. But uh, definitely seems more accurate. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. That's what he was aiming for. Then, oh man. Um, and as far as teaching anything to Trey, I really do think you trust your your coaching staff to to take part in what they're doing. They just went back and got Rich Gangarello, so uh, I think they're ready to let him do his thing. <laughs> All right. Um, Bobby T, you want this one? Sure. Uh, Bobby T says, if it weren't, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> if it was guaranteed that the 49ers won a Super Bowl, but you couldn't see or talk to your wife or kids for the whole season, would you do it? And my family always comes first. Yeah. As much yeah. as I love the 49ers, there's no way I, I've missed so much time being in the military that I'm not missing another day if I don't have to. Exactly. Yeah, sorry. I, I love the team, but I'm I'm right there with you, bro. I'm right there with you. All right. Here, double up on us, man. Why don't you take it again? Sure. Uh, St- <clears throat> Smith, Steven, you're the new GM of the 49ers. Congrats. Your first job is to make one like-for-like like swap, i.e. QB for QB, with each of our divisional rivals. Do your changes see us go undefeated all season? So I can make any switches I want with our three divisional rivals. Okay. Well, Jimmy, goodbye. And welcome Russell Wilson. <laughs> Followed like by uh, Richie James. Goodbye. Hello, Mr. Hopkins. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, I like. And then um, Mosley have a nice career in LA. Welcome Mr. Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> You took all the good ones. I, I like it. Uh, me, <laughs> you did. Uh, is there someone else? Is there? Uh, well, you could swap it up. You could take a different quarterback or a different positions. Or no, you get Jalen or uh, Adams. No, you took them all. You took you you. you <laughs> those, those are the players that I was thinking about right away. Um, yeah, if I think of something else, I'll come back to it. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but sure. You took a lot of the. I was trying. What's the um. What's the defensive set? Chandler Jones. Yeah. Maybe we get him over here for someone. Who are we giving up? Can I give Givens? I'd give up Givens because that's a tackle. He's a defensive tackle, right? Right. I'm trying to think of uh, who we have because it's that or Jones, but Jones is dedicated nose. Mm. I don't know. That's that's a good okay. question though. That was that's a, that that was a good one there. I like that. Uh, DJ Malone says, "Oh, let's see if there's food in here." Uh, provided everything goes as planned with Trey Lance, who should we bring in to back up Trey? 
someone like RG3. Brian, should Mike eat some Kasumarzu cheese? Look it up if he loses a bet on a bet to you. Uh, oh, so okay. So should I eat that if I lose a bet to you? All right. So I think the I'm, on, I'm looking it up right now because I don't know what that is. I think the backup is probably already in the building. I don't I don't think that this team goes after a quarterback to be the backup for Trey when Trey becomes ready. I kind of feel like they want to be able to keep the train moving uh, and not have to, if that was the case, then they should be bringing in a guy like RG three now <laughs> and letting him. Oh God. Oh, yeah. God. You should definitely have to eat that. <laughs> oh, God. Is this the one with the maggots and stuff in it? Yeah. It's got lar- insect larvae inside of it. <laughs> I had a feeling. I had a feeling. I wouldn't uh, make anybody eat that. What do, what do you think about the, uh, the tray and backing him up and all that? Um, I think that whoever's going to back up Trey is already on this roster, to be honest with you, whether that's Rosen or Sudfeld. So I think that you said, I was reading, but I think that's what you kind of said, right? Yeah. Um, I just don't see, I still think of RG three as a run first quarterback. And I think that while Trey Lance has the ability to be a run first quarterback, I don't think that that's how Kyle wants to utilize him. So it doesn't make sense to have two different types of quarterbacks. Plus, I'm not sure that Kyle would ever bring RG3 to any of his teams that he's ever in charge of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is all a, a, a kind of a change of pace for Kyle in the first place, and I don't know if he'll want to overdo it. I think he likes having that comfort blanket of a traditional pocket passer just in case things don't go the way he wants them to. Right. All right. <clears throat> Always faithful here. My dog is having a nightmare, and he's growling. Okay, guys, when we have won a game, what song or songs do you listen to to celebrate after winning? Uh, but I got to ask, what happens when we lose one, Lose one, but you don't <clears throat> have to answer if you don't want to? So I know that I don't always participate, but I try to participate in the, you know, the reaction shows, so I don't really listen or celebrate with music. Um, even when I don't participate in the reaction show, I don't really throw you know anything. I'm just like happy about it. And to be honest, on Sundays, if it's not the last game of the day, I'm just clicking on to whatever's next. Yeah. Um, in my head, often after a win, it's the turn down for what? Uh, the little John DJ Snake or something like that is, is the song. Uh, but after we lose, I mean, I, I get ready to vent and I try to, you know, maintain. Comp- I don't get. I don't typically get angry after losses. I don't, at least I don't. I don't think if I get angry at more of a, like play calling versus execution. If I understand plays not happening, you're playing against professionals for a reason, and if right. things don't work out a certain way, that's fine. Um, but if, the, if I think the play calling is bad, like that's that's the stuff that pisses me off. If we're too passive, you know, there's times where the Niners will be up like eight points, and they're like three and out and punting and it kind of feels like it's by design you know it's like them just you know run 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 punt run 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 punt like and that's when i start losing my mind so right uh but otherwise over and over again definitely yeah and i'll be honest with you man uh when we're playing with backups and stuff i want us to win but i'm not expecting wins i knew i knew what our backup situation was and the one year we had jimmy we did a lot of winning so i i don't really know what it was like to be disappointed in the team so you started eight and zero, and you you lost to Seattle with a backup kicker in there and two right. 
you know, you uh, you, you rushed two guys to come back uh, as your starting tackles. It was it was not a good way to go into that game. So, right. um, you know, I wasn't even too disappointed with that one. I was actually proud of Dre Greenlaw getting that interception and uh, us missing that kick. I mean, if it was if it was Robbie Gold, we're nine and zero that season. You know, so. Right. All right, let's keep it moving here. Uh, oh, 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 and then oh yeah, if we lose, we enter that. Okay, uh, I'm barbecuing. Which one doesn't end up on your plate? Carne asada, wings, ribs, oysters, shrimp, tri-tip, or sausage? Well, for me, it's going to be oysters. (laughs) Which one doesn't end up on your plate? Yep, oysters. I have to go with oysters also. I like mussels, but I don't think I've ever had oysters. Yeah, I mean, typically you just drink right out of the shell, but I just... I mean, is that the slimy like? Uh, well, I mean, they can be. Depends uh, on how. They, I mean, if they if they're barbecuing, they're going to be like a little rubbery because that's they get solid when they get cooked. Kind of like okay. shark meat, similar. Oh, okay, okay. I've just never had it, so I I am the type of person way I was raised. If it's on your plate, you finish it, and so I wouldn't <laughs> try something at someone else's house, or you know what I mean. So right, I, w- I wouldn't do that. All Plus, right, here we go. Are, you know, very specific about time of year you can have them. So. Otherwise, really? it'll make you sick. <laughs> is that is that that real? Yes. Okay. All right. It's an aphrodisiac too, right? Right. Well, we can All take right. this one, or you got this one. Uh, I got it. If Kyle Shanahan is fired tomorrow, which teams fire their head coach and give him the job on the spot? And who would you want to replace Kyle as San Francisco's coach? Oof. Oh my God. This is this is a tough question here. Um, I think a lot of teams fire their coaches. Uh, want me to go first? <laughs> yeah, sure. So I think that the Cardinals kick Cliff to the corner and, and take Kyle, and that so that's that part. As far as who I'd want to come in, ugh, um, uh, probably uh, I I always screw up his name. Debo, uh, the offensive coordinator out of the Buffalo Bills. Uh um. D- oh, dabble, Deeble, yeah, dabble, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah, want yeah. to mess up his name, but I can't, can't remember how I, to pronounce it. I understand you. I get that. Um, oh boy, there's a there's a uh, AFC team that's like always just teetering. But I think who did Titans just get a new head coach? No, Vrabel's still there. There you go. That's who's taking Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> the, t- the Titans. The Titans would go and get him. Uh, that run game. With with Henry, oh my God, Kyle would have a field day, and they had some weapons on offense. I can't remember any of their in their roster right now, but they were a fun team to watch last year. I think they would pick them up, and I don't know who I would want to replace. I would I would be sad. I would be in mourning. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, yeah, it'd be a complete upheaval of what we have going on, and like yeah. built this team specifically for his system. So now you have to bring in a coach to that can utilize the similar type of tactics. I mean, I would go with either Bruce Arians or his offensive coordinator who is is it Byron Leftwich? I think Leftwich is the think so. is the offensive coordinator um, for them. <clears throat> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's who it is. Uh I'll I'll look yeah. it up really quick. Byron Leftwich is currently a coach who is the offensive coordinator for the Bucks. Yeah, that's him. That's who I would get. If I couldn't get Bruce Arians, I would get I would get him. I like the aggressive style of offense that Bruce Arians brings, and uh, I would like that. I would like to see that here. 
I'd like to see that here. So, all right, there you go. DJ, more food stuff. Pulled pork or brisket? <laughs> uh, would you add coleslaw to a sandwich with either meat on it? With either, oh, with the pulled pork or the brisket on it? Mm-hmm. And uh, should we use a 3-4 defense against a run-first QB? Dumbest thing you guys have done while not being sober. All right. I'm going to go with pulled pork. I don't like coleslaw, so no. Um, and I think I think you can do a 4-3 defense against a run-first quarterback as long as your linebackers are really good. So I wouldn't necessarily make that change. And the dumbest thing I have done – while drunk or under an influence, right? Yeah, basically. Uh, One night I went for a walk uh, with my wife and I had a gun with me. And apparently I was in the middle of the street, like screaming and talking. I don't remember. She called my mom on me. I don't, I don't remember. I woke up the next morning. uh, My mom was in my house. Like, Hey, what's she doing here? My wife was like, wow, you don't remember anything, huh? So that was, that was probably a, a big deal. That was probably the dumbest thing I've done. Um, for me, it's going to be brisket, and then I'm going to follow suit. I'm not a big coleslaw guy. Um, I still think we can run a three-four, or excuse me, a four-three defense. I don't think we would change it up um, just because our personnel. I don't think we. We don't think we keep enough linebackers to run a three-four. Um, you know, with uh, with backups, I think we keep. I mean, we're end up keeping probably four linebackers, but um, they could keep five. But anyway, I just don't think you have enough personnel to run a three-four. And I, I'm sitting. I was sitting here thinking while Mike was talking, but I I can't really think. I mean, I never, as far as I can think of, I, I haven't done anything that I remember breaking the law. <laughs> um, yeah, even when I was like overseas at you know out of port when we pulled in, if I went out drinking, I still had to be somewhat responsible because I was the only medical support on the submarine. So if somebody got hurt, yeah. Or, Somebody else got overly intoxicated. I'm the one who had to put an IV in or take care of them. So um, you never got like started a stupid argument with your with your wife or anything like that. No. Look at you. Oh, okay. All right. I'm gonna find a flaw. I mean, I started stupid arguments with my wife, but not when I was drunk. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Typically, the only time I was ever drinking was when I was at sea or like at a barbecue or something like that. He he says not sober, so it could be high. Also, it doesn't have to be. Okay, just but, drunk. Well, if I was high, I'm going to be happy to be wherever I am. I'm not, I might get in a super ex- existential conversation, but I'm not having an argument with anyone. <laughs> All right. Okay. If something pops up later, let us know. Yeah, okay. I'll think about it. All right. I haven't been mad about drafting Trey Lance. Oh, that's not a question. My bad. I thought that was a question. All right. I see a question mark in this one. Uh, do you remember the lyrics to the Darkwing Duck theme song? Darkwing Duck. Let's get dangerous. Oh. Darkwing Duck. Better watch out, you bad. I'm trying to remember the. I can't I don't, remember. I don't remember it all. So. Oh, okay. I don't remember the the words, but it's dun 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 Darkwing, du- I don't know the words. No, I don't know the words, but I definitely remember the. T- I remember the tune though. I so hope I. After I will say this: it didn't. It wasn't so much of what happened while I was drunk, but when I was overseas, or excuse me, while I was in Hawaii, um, I went out in the on-base bar. 
um, is like a was a country club, like a country bar where they do line dancing and stuff. And I don't do that stuff, but I'll go in the bar and drink and watch everybody else have fun. I don't have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. And so I was hanging out with some guys and we drank entirely too much alcohol and came back for the night. Um, and I got stupid sick, um, throwing up all over, the, like just being a really bad drunk person, especially as the dock on the boat, you know. And so um, the next day I called my wife and because I wanted her to hear it from me before she heard it from anybody else. And I, I started it off wrong. I was like, babe, I really screwed up last night and I need to talk to you. <laughs> so oh that was my probably because that leads her to believe that I did something else, you know, and I was like, I got totally trashed last night, made a total ass out of myself this morning and last night. And uh, so that's probably the stupidest thing. It was the aftermath of being drunk, but it was just the yeah. way I, I said it, I guess. Yeah. And she would she, probably say it was probably the stupidest thing I've done too. <laughs> she, you started off with, Hey, I slept with someone else, but that's not what I'm talking about. Right. That's, I didn't mean it like that. I was like, I, I just didn't want to hear it from anybody else, but me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which coaches had the best locker room celebration, Jim Harbaugh or Kyle Shanahan? This is a good question. I like it. Uh, go ahead. So I remember when I first saw the who's got it better than us and how the guys were all fired up and everything. And I love that until two years later, three years later. And then it's also happening in the Ravens. And it's just a thing. It was just a mm -hmm. program thing. He did it in college. We found out. Yep. And so I'm going to switch it and say, Kyle Shanahan, because it feels sincere. It's not a rehearsed thing. You can, every time you hear him and you see him, he's sometimes getting emotional. And right. so I like the sincerity. I'm going to go with Kyle, but I love uh, the hardball locker room, post locker room videos when they, when they first got here, I was like, I couldn't get enough of them. I thought they were fantastic. Yeah. I'm going to say Kyle as well. All right. Uh, boom. Where, what time, where are we at on time? Here we go. Okay. Uh, where do you and your family want to travel to overseas once all the COVID-19 nonsense is behind us? Come to Japan. Uh, do you guys have travel plans? So we don't have international travel plans yet because um, uh, there's a long story behind it. But basically, um, the name that I was born with on my birth certificate is different than the one I used at this day. And when I joined in the military, they changed my social security number, but they didn't legally change my name. So getting a passport is freaking ridiculous so yes basically i was born with one name and then I, when i was in uh, fifth grade i changed it to my stepdad's name and that's the one i used and then when i joined the military they switched my social security to my name that i use on an everyday basis stater which i've used since i was 10 years old uh, but it's not the one on my birth certificate and I've never legally changed my name. Cause I thought that happened when I joined the military oh, and then my God. when I got ready to retire, come to find out it wasn't, they changed my name. They just reallocated my social security number to the name that I use. So I have right. an alias that I have, that I go by that, that I use that, that I was oh, born with, I guess. <laughs> so, Damn. Uh, so getting passport is not easy for me. Um, but Hawaii, when, here he comes when I do get it done. Um, First of all, we've got exchange students that we've hosted from the Netherlands and Italy, Italy, excuse me. So that will be our first stop. But my wife and I met in Okinawa, Japan. So the minute that we have an opportunity to go back there and take the kids back to where we met and, and started, uh, that would be amazing too. That's awesome, man. You got the come to Japan response right there. Um, international travel. <clears throat> uh, I, I think Rome is on the top of our list. Uh, but I also want to go see the Rock of Gibraltar in person. So 
uh, those are probably my first plans. Uh, realistically, though, the the first thing we end up probably doing is if the Niners go overseas uh, to a football game, I think we can make a week out of it or something like that. So that's probably more realistically what the next out of the country experience will be. So, um, <clears throat> here's a simple one here. What do you think of the safety depth? Um, well, with the signing of Tony Jefferson and bringing in Hufunga, I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. I I was I was kind of comfortable with who we had here already, um, as long as they're used the right way. Some of the guys you don't want dropping in coverage. You know, they're better in the box and stuff like that. Um, I was kind of comfortable with them already, but you know, some reinforcements coming in. I'm all good. Oh my God. Why didn't we say Aaron Donald? How do we not name Aaron Donald in that one for well, one? Because me personally, like not that I have anything against Aaron Donald, but I was looking for areas to truly upgrade on our, on our defense. And I think that at while adding Aaron Donald to our defensive line would improve it, I think that we need more at wide receiver. We need more at cornerback. And if I can upgrade the quarterback position, that was more important to me. Gotcha. I understand. Okay. But it, hey, um, you didn't have one. So if you're going to go with yeah. Aaron Donald, who would you send away? If I'm getting Aaron Donald, uh, then I am getting rid of. I mean, I'll still say Kevin Givens. It's a it's a de- defensive tackle. So sure, that that that's who it would be. Shorter guy, similar stature. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Could you imagine that line? No. <laughs> Bosa, Kendall, no. Donald, Donald, and Armstead on the or Ford or yeah, Sosa, whoever um, yeah. on the outside. That's crazy. Uh, Kevin Jeter says, assuming Trey is a starter in 2022, you will have 25 million in free space from Jimmy. Would you rather ball out and get an absolute game changer or a couple quality players for our team? Well, if I'm going off of just what you put on here, we will have 25 million in free space from Jimmy. That's in addition to the 23 mm-hmm. that we already have in the book. So you're more like looking at 48. So we only have 30. We will. Sorry, let me let me say that we will have $48 million without taking Trey, Trey, or um, Thomas. None mm-hmm. of their contracts are on the books yet for 2022. So that number is going to come down a little bit. But even if you just wanted to count, just say Jimmy's money. Um, I think that they're absolutely going to go find a couple of quality pieces to come in um, to up because you're going to try to do that every year. You're always going to try and upgrade. Um, but we do have quite a few players are going to need to be re-signed because as it sits right now, there's only 34 players signed to the team next year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm absolutely going to go with uh quality depth. Absolutely. Uh, I just don't like the idea of overpaying for a player in free agency. So that's going to do it. Thanks for watching guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow and happy fourth. If you're so